The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Advertech Printing, and Independent Photo Imagers. Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. Hello again, everyone. Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot, and today we're joined by Hans Hartman, the chairman of the Visual First Conference. Hi, Hans. How are you today? I'm doing well. How are you, Gary? Good. So for the uh, seven people out there who aren't familiar with the Visual First (laughs) Conference, can you give us a uh, thumbnail sketch of what the Visual First Conference is and what the objectives of the conference are? There might be more than seven, but <laughs> well, I'm just saying it's a very well-known conference. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe one thing that's of interest to to I think everybody in the in the audience is how we started and where we are at now. So it was initially called Mobile Photo Connect. It mm-hmm. had the word "connect" in it, which is very crucial to what you know is still visual first as well. But then it also had the words "mobile" and "photo" in it. Mm-hmm. So over time. Uh, so we started when smartphone photography sort of became real and there were a lot of naysayers like hey, it will never be good enough quality and we said no you know look at all the innovation happening that was so sort of the early days of smartphone photography that's why we had the word mobile in it mm-hmm. we also had the word photo in it uh, but over time mobile sort of became more and more of an empty term because almost everybody has a mobile aspect or mobile strategy like in the old days, you know, companies called themselves internet companies. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> doesn't mean anything anyway. Right. Uh, and that's the same for mobile. Uh, so that's one reason why we renamed the conference a couple of years ago to Visual First. It's more than mobile photography. It's cloud, it's desktop-based, it's web-based, uh, mm-hmm. sure. everywhere. The second one is photography. So we started very much with photography only, but over time... Um, you know, initially short form video, we, we actually had a term like three or four years ago that we called photios. It has an in between uh, a photo and very short form video. But as video became bigger, uh, we did, uh, yeah, we expanded beyond photography because a lot of use cases are very similar between mm-hmm. photography and videography. Some tools are the same. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes there are different tools by the same vendor. So, you know, video is part of it. Although in reality, the, the majority of what we're focused on is still photography. Sure. Uh, so that's why we renamed the conference to Visual First. Mm-hmm. And I think the, the best way to describe it, it's, you know, it's bringing together sort of two completely different worlds. Mm-hmm. One is the startups and there could be app developers or some these days also cloud or AI developers, uh, mm-hmm. sometimes very early on developers. Mm-hmm. And we bring them together with typical pretty senior executives from mm-hmm. uh, you know, larger photo, video, hardware, software, print, camera, right. those kind of industries. So uh, it's, it's a, a interesting mixture of Mm-hmm. Uh, innovation happening both right. from larger companies and, uh, and smaller ones. And it's also an international uh, event. That's one of the things I've noticed uh, having attended in the past. You know, you're meeting people from around the world who come to uh, the Golden Gate Club in the San Francisco Presidio. I want to mention where the location is. And the dates are October 4th and 5th. Yeah, very much so. And over time in the last, so the last two years, 
mm. we uh, we had to do a hybrid conference. And of course, at that time, there was really a large contingent of also Europeans. We did it at a time, early morning, specific time, so also folks in Europe could uh, join. But before, so that was a large contingent of Europeans, but even before that, um, mm -hmm. our last in-person conference, we had about 30% coming from Europe. Yeah. So it's really, you know, I would say it's a cross-Atlantic kind of conference with uh, yeah. the best of from Europe <laughs> and uh, North America. So the dates, uh, I mean, the content of the program is uh, similar to what, what it was two years ago, about a day and a half. Correct. Yeah. Can you kind of walk us through um, the program itself, uh, the key topics and subjects that are going to be uh, interest uh, exposed? Because, as usual, there's some new things being introduced. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe you can split it up between the topics and sort of the format. So mm -hmm. let's start with the, the format, but the kind of sessions we have. Mm -hmm. In fact, so the program starts at 1.30 on, I think it's a Tuesday. Um, and actually before sort of the pre-conference, we have what, what is now becoming a tradition. We have had that once or twice before in a physical format and then also in hybrid format, what we call a women in imaging luncheon. Mm -hmm. So uh, we very much uh, invite the female attendees to get together and they do uh, apparently a great amount of networking and they really like that. So that's sure. sort of a kicking off before the conference starts. Okay. Then the format itself. So we have maybe three or four different kind of sessions. So you have fireside chat sessions, which are typically industry luminaries. It's a one-on-one. -on -one. Actually, it's a one-on-two. So <laughs> the two moderators mm -hmm. and one uh, industry luminary. And we really dive into a topic that that person is very um, uh, well suited for discussing with. So, for instance, this year we have, uh, we're very pleased to have Rudy Berger from Woodside Capital. Okay. So he will talk about, you know, how can you, what are the trends in companies being acquired? Right. And what kind of strategies can you have when you mm -hmm. think about an exit down the road as a company? Yeah. And I actually met Rudy for the first time at Visual First, uh, probably when it was Mobile Photo Connect. <laughs> so he's a longtime attendee, so he knows the audience very well. Yeah, and it's great to have somebody from an M&A firm who also, I mean, he was at MIT, he was at Xerox, he really knows the imaging hardware and software part really, really well. So not yeah. that many M&A firms that know the imaging world well. So exactly. anyway, he will talk about trends, share data, and make recommendations how to prepare for a possible exit, which of course, lots of companies have that in mind uh, eventually. So that's the fireside chat format. Then we have panels. And panels, we also work with two moderators. Um, and uh, they have typically have four panelists, not more than that. Mm -hmm. And the reason why we work with two, two moderators is it's probably more probing, more deep conversational than... Some panels you see at other conferences where people show slideshows and you know one panelist helps another. No, this is really an in-depth discussion around that topic. Right. And most of them is Alexi and and my Alexi Girard, my co-host uh, of the conference, and myself. But sometimes we also work with uh, external co-moderators to, mm -hmm. to go through that. Sure. Uh, and then the third kind of a program element we have is what we call show and tell demo. 
mm -hmm. uh, slots or presentations, and uh, they're highly popular. Uh, it, yeah. it, it's very authentic. It's four minutes. Typically, it's the developer or the product owner if it's a larger company, and in four minutes they do a live demo, so things and can four go minutes on. and no <laughs> longer. It is four <laughs> minutes on the dot or less. Would, yeah, we kick them off off stage <laughs> in a very friendly way, uh, but yeah, it's it's lots of fun because it's an authentic kind of uh, happening there. Mm -hmm. It's also very, people remember these live demos really well. So it's a great way for us to encourage um, mm -hmm. startups uh, or established companies to show what is really cool and new and what they're working on. And, sure. and, and then we have a jury of pretty uh, important uh, folks uh, from the M&A world, from the VC world. And then we also have Anna Dixon from Google, Google Image Search. Uh, mm -hmm that gives the jury then gives uh, awards. So, it, you know, we give some extra publicity to the award winners after the mm -hmm. conference. So you're kind of like a best of show, best type. Yeah. Uh, best, best of show, best technology mm -hmm. and best business potential. And then there is what we call a special recognition award that the jury can give for whatever reason they think somebody stands out there. Mm -hmm. um, so that's the third element. And what is new this year at our, in-person conference, we have done that in our hybrid ones, is this concept of birds of a feather round table. Mm -hmm. So we have a, a limited number of uh, uh, sessions. It's during the lunch. The lunch is pretty long. It's an hour and a half, so we will allow people to do a lot of networking. But half an hour of that we allocate for folks who would like to sit together with like-minded industry peers mm -hmm. and dive into a topic that uh, one of our sponsors um, has, has a certain topic that we will announce to everybody mm -hmm. before the, the session okay. starts and then can say, hey, you know what, for a day and a half, I'm primarily sitting in the audience and listening to all these you know, great people on stage. This is my chance to ask questions, to really be involved and share my own opinions. So it's right. more of a smaller group. Mm -hmm. uh, in parallel, we have maybe four or five of those sessions during the lunchtime. Oh, that, that is new because that is one of the things that the feedback I've heard from people who attend Visual First is they really value that inter, in, in between session uh, interaction time, that the networking and between session conversations are where they can get a lot of value from. Yeah, we, our biggest challenge is often, you know, after a break, whether it's a lunch break or mid-morning, mid-afternoon break, get yeah, everybody yeah, get together into the, the room. <laughs> like, hey, stop your conversation. There will be, actually, after the first day, we have a big reception. Even the second day, we have another reception. There's plenty of networking time. But once people get going, uh, yes, you're, you're absolutely right. Uh, networking is a big, big part of it. And sometimes it's old friends who you know, they see each other once a year, typically mm -hmm. at our conference, uh, and sometimes they make new connections and, and connect with them as well. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Photo retailers, energize your sales with ShareMe Chat, the proven texting platform. Using chat to text on your website keeps your customers connected and buying. See us at Pro and IPI to find out why dealers using ShareMe Chat close more sales without adding staff. Find out more at ShareMe.chat. 
So let's segue into the established programs, you know, the four or five major topics where you're going to have panels or presentations, because those are the things that I think people, uh, that's kind of where they get the top line impression of what the content will be about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so the four panels at this point, maybe we'll have a fifth panel, maybe not. We don't know yet. But there are four panels with very distinct topics that we feel passionate about. And we think it's a good time this year, now uh, in the fall, to dive into that. So one is what we call uh, a panel that will dive into the sustainability practices among photo printing Mm -hmm. fulfillment companies. Right. So we did a webinar, what we call a Visual First Spotlight, on June 22nd. We had more than 70 people from, uh, again, both uh, primarily uh, Europe and North America participating in it. And in those, we had like 11 or 12 photo printing companies share what kind of going green kind of initiatives they were sure, uh, sure. taking. So. At Visual First itself in October, instead of you know replicating, you know these are all the kind of things that people could be doing. We covered that in that spotlight. Mm-hmm. Now it's more about sort of how do you do it? What is the nitty gritty of doing right. sustainability audits? What kind of standards are there? Uh, what kind of strategic decisions do you need to make, uh, etc. So a little bit right. more getting into the details of photo print sustainability practices. Okay, that, that's one. And the, the co-chair of that panel will be Rick Bellamy, as many of you know, uh, in the past with RPI as CEO of RPI and also very active in the, the board of DScoop. So he will mm-hmm. be a, a co-moderator of that panel. Yeah, and Rick has really taken on industry sustainability as a passion with his new consulting company. So I couldn't think of anyone in the industry who is more engaged and involved in this topic than Rick. Yeah, and exactly. And that's uh, why I'm very pleased that he is uh, helping us to put that together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's one of the four topics. Then there is another topic uh, we feel passionate about is this whole idea of there are a lot of photo first companies that at some point they decided, hey, you know what? Uh, as I indicated earlier, there's also a trend that end users are using more and more video. What mm-hmm. kind of video applications or right. functionality can we add on top of in addition to photos? Mm-hmm. So uh, we have uh, we're talking with several companies who came from that world. In, in, uh, one in particular um, that has already signed up to speaking is uh, Pixarch. Mm-hmm. And they, yep. they are what's called the unicorn. They have, what, what is it, 300 million uh, active users, very big. They started yep. with photo and effects kind of things, and they really build yeah. out the video uh, applications. As yeah, they've well. got about, what, about six or eight apps in this space whether it's uh in you know creating music videos or video editing or photo editing or hybrid so they've got a they've got a very large portfolio of apps actually yeah yeah it's a big company uh these days i mean they they spoke maybe seven years ago or so and they're relatively small they've grown uh very very fast and like i yeah. said their, their, the evaluation is uh, at the mm-hmm. unicorn basis uh, so they're great and there will be more along those lines 
And the, the big question is, you know, should you go best of breed with only, you know, photo functionality? Should you go video only? Should you maybe uh, combine it in one application? Should it be on the same brand? There are a lot of strategic questions once sure. you start addressing video. But I think what I see throughout our attendees and, 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 and the companies, uh, you know, everybody is at least thinking about, you know, what maybe we should not, if they're coming from the photo world, it's almost, you know, everybody originally, uh, in, uh, you know, came from the photo world. Almost everybody thinking, well, at some point we need to do something with video. Right. Uh, whether it's baby steps first, mm -hmm. like slideshow animations, or maybe a little bit farther going, everybody's thinking about. It. So we want to have some innovative companies who can uh, show and tell and share their perspectives on that. Mm -hmm. okay. So that's photos and videos kind of panel. And then we have a panel, and we already made, you know, over the years, it became a bigger theme. And that's the idea of, you know, companies are always thinking about how can I monetize my, you know, my, my app or my software or my cloud service uh, in different ways. So you can talk about advertisements or you charge for your software or you do subscriptions or licensing or B2B. There are all kinds of ways of monetizing. But what has been a growing area of monetizing is having photo or video creation capabilities that ultimately are used by businesses to sell right. their products. So it's right. e-commerce enablement. So last year in our hybrid version, we had Shopify, for instance, talk about what they're doing and how they are enabling the use of photos mm -hmm. and videos when SMBs are trying to sell uh, their products. Now we will have you know, four folks who are really saying, hey, you know, we, we came out of the photo and video development app world. Now um, we are trying to address the needs of companies who want to sell the product. So e-commerce right. and, and, and visuals, that, that's a theme for that panel. Yeah. And, there, and there, there's been a lot of cross-pollination in that space. You know, new companies popping up to enable that and also established imaging companies who are getting into that business. So that's really a hot topic right now. There's money to be made. That, that's, <laughs> uh, you know, brands know that historically, of course, um, you know, visual sell. I mean, mm -hmm. how can you sell a product just based on text descriptions? Mm -hmm. uh, but then, you know, in this day and age, it's not just having a photo there, a product description. It's thinking about videos. It's thinking about user-generated content versus licensed Right. sort of stuffy stock photography. Right. Uh, there, there are lots of consideration. AR is becoming part of that. So yeah. you know, we, are, we are exploring sort of what the opportunities are going forward also to use visual creativity apps uh, for, for right. e-commerce. And then um, the last or the fourth panel, um, and, and that one is, almost filled up uh, we have three speakers already and we're very pleased with that panel mm -hmm. and that's around content authenticity right um, meaning you know how do you know if that photo was really created by so and so or how do you know if so and so is selling that photo as mm -hmm. an nft are they really the, the legitimate owner of that photo or how do you know uh, if that photo that portrays to be real or 
isn't, you know, an right. AI synthetic image and it's sort of a deep fake kind of photo. Yeah. So, um, that's a very, very trending topic uh, yeah. around uh, authenticity. So we have uh, Andy Parsons, who is with Adobe's Content Authenticity Initiative. It's an industry-wide kind of a standard uh, that they have uh, deployed mm -hmm. how to put ownership and digital rights data inside the images. And another company, we have uh, Eric Wengrofsky, he's the CEO of STEG, that's S-T-E-G dot A-I. Uh, and they are encapsulating digital rights, not as metadata, but actually on a pixel level embedded into the images or into the videos. So they have a whole perspective on that as well. And of course, yeah, we have image rights, Joe Naylor. They traced down uh, if photos were illegally used, and mm -hmm. then they have uh, services to go after the uh, the users, so you get compensated for illegal use there. So it's a company called Image Rights. Yeah. Anyway, so, and then we'll have a fourth one as well. But mm -hmm. that's uh, that's that's really a big topic because I've done a few interviews for the podcast with people in the NFT space. And there's varying levels of enthusiasm there. You know, the folks who are kind of in the art market um, are very enthusiastic about it. But there's others who are, you know, less sanguine about the possibilities because they just either don't understand the technology or don't understand, you know, the appeal. So mm -hmm. I think that's going to be a very topical and interesting session for a lot of people. Yeah. And it's just to make clear, it's beyond NFT. I mean, NFT is yeah. one way of... Right. Perhaps, uh, you know, illegally selling something, but it's, it's any image. I mean, you right. can even have an image on a, on a regular stock photo site. And, yeah. you know, how do you know that is really legitimate? So there's questions that many, many yeah. brands have and they're thinking about acquiring mm -hmm. images, uh, mm -hmm. but also folks who, mm -hmm. who, who create those who want to sell it. They want to make sure that uh, they right. can actually prove that a legitimate. You want to retain the copyright. I mean, that's been the, <laughs> that's been the challenge for the, in the professional photography space for, for years, right? Since yeah. went digital is how do you retain the rights to something? Yeah. And the old days, you just had a, a watermark on it. Uh, Which could be cropped it, out, but that's another. <laughs> yeah. So things have, technology has helped out. And then a sort of a second theme that we throw in there is also the deep fake kind of question. Right. You know, if it's a deep fake or not, so synthetic imaging mm -hmm. uh, discussion. So it's, uh, yeah, that's, I, I can't wait to have that discussion with <laughs> these, what will be the three I already know, but there will be four fabulous panelists who can dive into the topic. So once again, the event is October 4th through the, and the 5th, a day and a half at the yeah. lovely Golden Gate Club uh, in the San Francisco Presidio. Why do you keep going back to that space? Is this something that the uh, attendees really are fired up about? Well, the short answer is we have no choice. We would be beaten up by our audience if we were to go <laughs> like, like a boring hotel or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a fabulous location. It's a, for those who have never been or don't know the Presidio in San Francisco. It's a former army base. Mm -hmm. All the buildings are in the authentic stage. Mm -hmm. There's a big Pixar campus uh, there. 
And the latest and well, actually two things. The latest and greatest is uh, a very innovative urban park that's built over a freeway that that just opened, that, like in walking distance from our venue. That just mm. opened a couple. Of I think it was ago. under construction the last time I was there. Yeah, yeah, it was all earthquake. That whole freeway had to be sort of rebuilt or, mm -hmm. or uh, for, for earthquake preparedness, and then they build a whole urban park on top of it in the natural surroundings. That's great mm -hmm. the other thing for those who are really into it uh at the end of the week that our conference is in so that would be uh, october 7th and 8th is what's called fleet week in san francisco that's when the, the blue angels and, and lots of you know anybody who's into uh, airplanes and airplane shows that will be happening and mm -hmm. uh, that will be happening right sort of above or sometimes under the Golden Gate Bridge where the, the Blue Angels fly under it uh, there. So if you're into that, you just stay a couple of days later, you can enjoy uh, Fleet Week as well. <laughs> awesome. Well, where can people go to get more information about Visual First? Yeah, it's Visual First. So that's uh, the visual as the, the word and the number one ST uh, dot biz. Uh, mm -hmm. And there is the preliminary program, the preliminary, preliminary speakers, and that's where you, you also can uh, purchase your tickets. And anybody who has any questions or any suggestions for speaking or topics, uh, you know, we, we're still relatively early on, so we, we're all ears and would like to mm -hmm. uh, engage with people. And we very much look forward to having that community meet again in person. Can't wait. I, I know I'm looking forward to it. Well, thank you, Hans, for your time. And uh, look forward to seeing you in October in San Francisco. Likewise. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.